They might give you a dollar. Maybe to go away. <laughs> exactly. How do you think I got so many dollars? Dollars a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that's math. They're adding up, and that's math, mm-hmm. baby. That's math. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you do for a living? I annoy mathematicians until they pay me to leave. <laughs> yep. A hell of a thing going on. It's recession proof, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Ah, that still had to happen in the Great Depression, right? I mean, assholes. They were still Idiots around, are- right? Um, yeah. I think they caused it and lived through it. Like, <laughs> sure. Didn't they raft on the corpses of the poor? We might be on the cusp of another hobo event. I mean, I've been thinking about uh, the economy, about what will happen, about uh, will we be employed, will we not, what to do. Hey, the last pandemic was the on the forefront of the last big crash, and that's when real live hobos, the real kind, the kind with beans... The glory, the golden age of hobos existed then. We could be entering a new golden age. Son of a bitch! What I'm Better hearing practice is right in the rails. Yeah, what I'm hearing is Ben said it's okay to be a hobo. <laughs> well, so, it, yes, if, of course. If my family contacts you, that's why I left. Well, <laughs> Corey's out being a hobo. Quit, quit squashing his dreams. <laughs> it's his midlife crisis, though. That's what it'll be about. <laughs> Think of yep. how long he'll live as a hobo. <laughs> uh, d- Maybe even longer than you'd live. Well, look, as in a hobo. hobo years, it'll be a long time, but <laughs> in real years, <laughs> what's uh, how do you how do you calculate that again? Uh, one month is one hobo year. Yes, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Life is accelerated uh, outdoors. It's a complicated calculation. It involves a, a denominator of beans, and uh... mm-hmm. and if you divide it, you'll get a different number. That's true. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Math. Or so the legend goes. Or so I've been paid to stop saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for a Grant episode. That means... Thank God one of his friends gave him a topic that he can use. And Matt actually called dibs on it, but then he very kindly rescinded his dibs, so I'm using it. I'm waiting for the harmony to come <laughs> is this in. Gonna be, yeah, this whole episode <laughs> is going to be sung like a Catholic priest. Yeah, we're doing mass right um, now. <laughs> I am Thank talking God in the friends who know how to do this. This was submitted by loyal reader Zachary yeah. R. Belcher. <laughs> and the topics um, did come in to God from his priest Melchizedek. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that switch up there. I forgot about well, that one. Yes, That's the thing. That Motherfuckers <laughs> thought they forgot about Melchizedek. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's the original forgot about the bridge, <laughs> right? They forgot well, about Melchizedek. Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers forgot about Melchizedek. Mm. You know, you're bringing up the offertory, and there, someone's got the the breads, someone's got the wines, and someone's got the topics. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Here are some topics yes. ideas, God. Oh, thank God, yeah. I'm talk, topic bearer this time. That's easy. The yeah. sweetest gig. <laughs> yep. Also, I believe I referred to Zachary R. Belcher as a reader instead of a listener. <laughs> well, did uh, he read it? He gets the print version. Yes, he gets the zine. Mm-hmm. The has the tobacco ads because he can't have the tobacco ads in the in the listener version. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Belcher, who's a fan of smooth, mild flavor, says, uh, "Dear Free Gold Eagle, advice." 
Uh, I never thought this happened to me. Um, uh-huh. But here's the deal. So imagine, if you will, uh, mm, there's some sort of like global panic and uh, some sort of like global cataclysm. Things are just mm. completely falling apart all around the world and people uh, – imagine a, 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 a fantastical scenario mm-hmm. in which this is happening uh, and we have four spaceships off the planet. They're all headed to different mm. planets. And so Thank we, God. each of us, have to select our three people uh, to start our new civilization with. We each get a ship, one ship per person. I think that's everyone, – everyone understands that. Four ships that they mm-hmm. would go to us, of course, uh, and we get to pick our three guys. Who so? How do how do you start a civilization? What do you value, and then who do you choose to represent that value? I'm glad you said different planets because um, uh, we had discussed uh, off podcast. I didn't know uh, due to poor reading what this topic was about until I read it again. <laughs> um, very clear and. Uh, Fourth right. Uh, at first, I was like, "Am I getting rid of some people I don't want around?" No, that was clearly stated. We are going on this planet, and then I was like, "Are we going to the same planet?" No, we are not. We're going to different planets. Uh, I mean, maybe Corey it, might be might be uh, swerving us, and he's like, "I'm going to stay on the post-apocalypse world. It's my world now, and I'm putting all the crappy people." I, I really was going oh, to. You shit. know, I love. I, you know, I love an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm we've, a wastelander at heart. And I was like, somehow jokes on become you. A, a woman. I don't remember what the deal was, but somehow, yeah, in uh, most of them. In most of them, yes. uh, those scenarios. Uh, but yeah, so instead of just uh, having it all to myself while you suckers uh, left, I couldn't narrow it down to which three people would make my apocalypse terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I stuck with what was actually listed. Um, I'm, I'm approaching this with a, uh, a Triforce type of uh, uh, mentality. You say I got a spaceship heading to a planet, and I get to mm-hmm. bring three people. All of that is true. I want those three people to be the load-bearing pillars of society so that yes. I can just exist. Yes. And I was thinking, Triforce got me thinking, we got, we got the wisdom, the courage, and the strength, right? Those are the three mm-hmm. pillars of any society. Um, so I started with wisdom. Uh, essentially, I will be an alien civilization crash landing from the burnt wreckage of my home world on this new world. This is an alien invasion story. Mm. So starting with the wisdom, I thought, uh, someone like maybe Stephen Hawking, like maybe like a, a great thinker, like someone like from NASA, someone who like understands uh, different worlds. Um, and so I landed with comic book artist B- Bob Budiansky, who wrote all <laughs> who wrote all the Transformers box art backstories in one weekend. <laughs> if he can so, do that in one yes. weekend, imagine what you can do if you focus him. You know? oh, hey, God. I don't know how long this, I don't know how long this uh, rocket ship's gonna gonna take us. I don't know how long we have, but if this dude could knock out the Transformers backstories in a weekend, <laughs> a, a benevolent, uh, you know, they're seeking refuge on an alien planet. This is exactly what we're going through. Mm-hmm. I I fucking mm-hmm. love that because when you're a kid, you not everybody. Some kids is actually play with their toys. But if you consume that kind of crap and you're like, wait, what's the backstory of this? And, oh, who, who's their arch? Oh, what are all of their... You, you try to, like, absorb every last little mm-hmm. bit of it, you know? Um, you're a hungry, like, crumb gobbler. And then it's like... Uh, <laughs> sorry, crumb gobblers made me think of a movie I saw recently. <laughs> anyway, I, say, um, I saw crumb gobblers nine. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, nine is pretty good. Nice. Anyway, um, uh... <laughs> If you're if you're consuming it and it's like oh man this is like all canon and blah 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 and it's like 
Some guy just knocked it out in a weekend mm. for all hundred toys. He's like, <laughs> right. I don't fucking know. This guy did this. He's this that. That's that. Done. Next one. Yeah. He's yep. the I don't fucking know space DJ. Next one. He's the yeah. He exactly. a, he's a it's a street get, smart fish out of water. Next he's one. He's a guy who'll get shit done. Uh, yeah. He's a fish smart thinking. street out of water. And like I said, I can think of <laughs> I can think of no benevolent alien invasion stories aside from the Transformers, uh, and that's not that's even pretty warlike. So no, <laughs> when the I said the I couldn't think British of. when the British came to America. <laughs> Um, that's a benevolent alien story. Again, yeah, I said I some say it's an invasion. They, well, no, they, they wanted to be nice to this big empty land and populate it full of people. Exactly. And we brought all the things mm-hmm. they needed. All the people. We didn't bring food. Give us your food. <laughs> Can I eat your wife? Uh, <laughs> Corey, I assume uh, you... The, what you'll actually be putting this guy to work doing is just writing more Transformer anthologies and going deeper into the Transformer lore, right? That's the primary purpose. There's a good chance on the trip out I'm going to have him like flesh out some Transformer ideas that I had as a child and as an adult. You open your notebook. Yeah. All right. So, and all right, Bob, look, uh, we have some time. The copyright like of to know. the Bandai Corporation or whoever has it, that doesn't exist on the new planet. Right. It doesn't exist oh, because shit. the old planet's all whatever. Um Okay, so got Bob Bob Budiansky. Uh, he's he's writing the lore of how we're going to approach this. He's gonna he's gonna come up with a good story of how we're gonna land on this planet. He knows he knows what's going on. Um, firm leadership uh, and courage. Uh, do I get some sort of? Do I take some sort of like political person? Do I take like a, a beloved like leader or um, like a, or maybe like a military general? Like someone who knows how to organize and lead, and I thought uh, to get the best of both of those worlds, I would take Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime. <laughs> I was waiting for Optimus Prime. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no one, no one's voice has inspired better leadership. Uh, this is true. I feel like I feel like he will be able to bring Bob Buddy Hensky's lines to <laughs> to life as he helps us start our new. They have a they have a built-in synergy. And I wanted to continue on this vein, but I thought I'm going to waste my third spot on uh, a vanity pick. I'm going to waste it on a friend. So I'm bringing uh, fellow Santa Monica College alumni, Frank Welker, the voice of Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your buddy Nothing. Frank. He's just your buddy? He, he's, he's, he's an alumni. We, we go to the Alumni Association. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. I'm sure those are things. Anyways, we both we both graduated from the same building. That counts as friends. <laughs> I feel well, like you're using a different this building as an then. opportunity to live out your Transformers fantasies as opposed to plan survival trip to Well, now planet. that you think of it, Matt, I mean, I was going to bring <laughs> Welky along for the strength that his voice offers everyone and the leadership that Megatron could bring. But um, now that you think of it, I guess I could uh, on this spaceship there and maybe when we get there, just... Maybe I'm also bringing a box of toys, and they're going to do the voices for me while I fight them. <laughs> I mean, are you going to start a civilization with four people? I'm just saying. What else are they going to do? As long as you guys aren't coming to my planet, I can still be like, this This is the best planet. Mm-hmm. You can come over and play, but yeah. You're planet leader. There's nothing they can do about it. I I do kind of want to come over and play with I'm this. I'm pretty story. sure it's going to be ballin'. Imagine if the voice actors for your toys did your toy voice acting while you played with your toys. What else do you need for civilization? It's unassailable. Right, well, and uh, and you'll notice I didn't pick Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I, did, I did stay within the pick... category of real and alive. Yes, currently, no fictional characters. It's I did say existence was a prerequisite, and you followed it. Although we better get on it; these guys are all in their seventies. <laughs> yes, they're very they're, they're teetering. 
Like they've got another year, and then they've got one asteroid movie in them. So space flight, <laughs> like there's, it's now or never. So, anyways, uh, welcome to Cybertron. <laughs> <laughs> That's you're calling the planet Cybertron. Uh, so do you I have the Matrix of leadership, or no, no? Again, I just, I just, it all goes around around me. I don't need to exist. Okay, okay. I got the pillars of strength, wisdom, and courage. I think I can just kind of nestle into that uh, that triangle. We're good. Works works for me. Uh, ben, do you have any 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 yeah. plans? Oh, uh, plans! I got all kinds of plans. Uh, is My- it just GoBots? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I mine was nothing like Corey's. Um, so I figured I don't want to do shit. I'm way too lazy to rebuild an entire civilization. That was my idea. So, so no, it's nothing like <laughs> yours. It's nothing at all like yours. Um, so I was thinking, okay, I got to get, um, you know, uh, people who will do all the work to rebuild a civilization. Um, I was thinking, okay, there's four seats on this thing. Should probably be two male, two female. Um, I mean, if you, you have to create a whole civilization or whatever, I assume that means populating one or something. Um, good luck, Corey. Um, but, um, and then, so who should the female be, um, or who should, they should be people who are horny, but industrious. I mean, these are important <laughs> qualities to look for in a, in populating. In a breeder. Some, yes. In a breeder, in a breeding unit. Um, yes. hi, I'm looking for a breeding unit. That's on my Tinder profile. Um, don't tell my wife. Anyway, um, horny, but industrious, smart, hardworking, and sturdy. Because they're going to need to do a lot of work if I'm going to not do any. Mm. Um, <laughs> so capable of doing fuck. the work of two people, right? So how do you find this? And it's like, well, it's probably like somebody grew up on a farm or something like that, so they're tough. I was thinking and then they're like studying. Yeah, but then it's like it's really <laughs> awkward. I mean, mating with horses might mm. be awkward, but also strapping them into the the the, into the, fuck the spaceship. Arms. Oh, yeah. the, the spaceship. No, yes. You you yep. said horse as in the four-legged animal, but my headphones heard whores, and I was like, they are pretty sturdy and hardworking. <laughs> no, you should. We, I should have brought whores. That would have been a lot more sensitive. We've got the tech. We've got the technology and ability to go into deep space to another planet, mm-hmm. but we haven't quite figured out how to bring a horse on board it's, yet. It's tricky. Just, you know, it's the tricky. Seats, they're, they're, how do you sit? A, how do you do it's that? The they, they, they like take apart two people cost two people uh, spacesuits <laughs> right. and they try to put it on the back part and the front part and they, just they put have, a blanket over the other and part. They have and it in like, a trailer oh, that's being it. pulled behind the rocket. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes, with, it, with, the, with its head out the window, with its helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's complicated. And then it's like, okay, if I'm, but if I'm going to find someone who meets these things, that's a lot of fucking work. And then I thought, hey, if we have the technology to have a spaceship that's going to take me to my own planet, then probably it can do a lot of this work for me, and I can just have some fun. So... I just I picked my crew based on having fun, so but I still went with the two male, two female somehow because that seemed like a that I can do. I can name I can name one male and two females. That's about <laughs> as much work as I can put That's into as far this. as I'm going. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I'm going with putting in effort. So um, Rory Scoville, um, funny as yes. hell. Uh, I think that I will enjoy my time being doomed on a planet. Uh, Rory Scoville is funny as fuck. Um, Maria Bamford, also, uh, she kills me. I think she's hilarious. Super funny. And, I don't know, Lizzo. She seems fun. 
Um, and uh, then, I don't know, she and Maria can talk about stuff when they're annoyed with uh, my very funny jokes and Rory's uh, alcoholism. <laughs> I think I put those two tails on the right donkeys. Anyway, um, yeah. So... That's my goal is uh, that I'm just going to enjoy myself because Grant said that the the goal is to have the best civilization mm-hmm. and most of the uh, most of my spaceship is filled with chips and beer um, and uh, so, you know stuff to have fun. Ben, ben, is, ben is party house. He's got three Greek letters on his spaceship instead of NASA. <laughs> it says like Delta Tau <laughs> yeah. Sigma or uh, something. It's Alpha Zeta Zeta. Anyway, robot um, ship. Robot yes. ship. <laughs> So <laughs> there's there's no snooty wh- deans on the other planet though. <laughs> no. So you, you, might, you, guys- you probably should have brought a snooty dean along with you, so you have someone to rebel against. I'm glad that you mentioned that because <laughs> one way to have the best one is to make the most fun place, and the other way is to make your places the worst. So my other method of doing this is that I bring um, George Lucas, J.K. Rowling, and a priest. And then I send them to your planets. So um, each of them just give you the, well, Lucas and the priest, or uh, sorry, Lucas and Rowling just give you this, the inane ramblings where they give you this extra backstory bullshit that you just don't need. It's like, <laughs> look, there's a kid wizard. He goes to school at the end. No, actually, he, uh, nobody wants that. No, I can't so stop you guys creating. get to it live with that something. for eternity. Yep. And Corey, you get to live with uh, Lucas, who's going to tell you about uh, the robots and whatever else. And Matt, I'm sending a priest to your planet, and um, you know he'll give you guys religion or make you feel guilty or just fuck all of you. So I don't know, but those are the two options that I have. Probably going to go with the first one. Not sure. I got them both in the waiting room, geared up, because that horse was so- two costumes, and I was planning on horses, so I've got double the costumes or the uh, spacesuits. Wait, so you've so- got you've got an A plan and a B plan waiting at the yes. dock. And um, yes. one of the ready rooms. Probably going to go A. Right, going to right, go A. Right, probably. Probably going to go but A. There's yeah, a lady or the route. bit of a lady or tiger where you're like, hey, one of these, uh, one of these is the ready room, and one of these is directly underneath the launch pad. Like, uh, yeah. one group gets to survive, and the other gets to be rocket fuel. Well, 100, percent I'm going with Plan A anyway because I would have to ride the the rocket to my planet with those two mm-hmm. other those other three dipshits, and it's I I am not willing to do with that. So. Plan A it is. That was quick. So, Ben, that sounds like a, a blast. I love the group that you chose, but was your plan to just, like, uh, it's better to burn out and fade away. You're going to party your ass off until you get to the planet and then die with your lack of survival skills? or No, we have a spaceship. Uh, it's got all kinds of survival stuff in it. Chips. But for how long? Beer. It's, Xbox. What happens, what happens when that stuff runs out? What do you mean? There's enough to last us until our lives run out. We're just not like making any new human society oh, or okay. something like that. Gotcha. Hey, that that sounds like fun. We don't have to only party. We'll probably write a book or something like that. Um, <laughs> How to party? Nope. Sex tips. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You just went real bad sex tips. You went full on Noah with two male, two female, and then you're like, "Well, we're not repopulating yeah. anything." Well, obviously, we're not repopulating anything. Right. Yes. It's just gonna be um, Lizzo banging around the clock. Lizzo's young, she's, but the rest of us, not. And so it's like, I don't know. I hope she didn't want to have kids. The rest of us are cool. And and it's like, am I bringing my spouse and stuff? So we're not really getting into the realistic no, thing about I, that part. I get you. I, I got hung I up just on. I have fun. I can't, br- I can't bring one of, I can't, I can't punish one of three people to be like, you got to have sex with me. That's <laughs> why whoa, I picked you. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're criticizing me about repopulating my planet. 
You brought three guys to do Transformer voices. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah and the sexy you, ones you are going to get real sexy. Specifically pointed out, I'm bringing two men and two women so that for repo- yeah, okay, seemingly okay, for okay. population purposes. Okay. And I mean, I thought Corey was going to say, like, we didn't repopulate the planet, but it wasn't for lack of trying. Right. No, <laughs> um, no. I mean, that, that's what he was planning on doing the whole time <laughs> with the Transformer guys. But. Wait, all three, of the, all three of them are from the trans. I didn't even notice. Corey. <laughs> God, God, it's all part of God's plan. He cursed us to be barren. We tried and tried. We put our seed in every every available field, I'll tell you. We planted that seed up and down the hillside. Yeah. When it transforms, start screaming, try again. <laughs> yep, I do. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm ready. That's the sound, you know. <laughs> like Pavlov's bell. There it is. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, uh, <laughs> we got two strikes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Strikes, Let's, what are you talking about? Let's do this right. So, at first, uh, when you had sent Z Richard B's mm-hmm. uh, idea, I thought, it's, I thought you, he was saying that there, were, there was apocalypse, one, a spaceship taking off, we had to choose. And I thought the premise was... Between us four, we had to choose, and there was a spaceship with three seats, and we had to choose which of us three oh, no, go. I don't, I don't think and that's I was what like, he meant. Damn, that's harsh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's evil. Wow. And then I re- then I read it again. I was like, oh, he's a bitch. He made it easy. Hey, Matt, <laughs> can I ask you a question, Matt? Did I make it? <laughs> well, you know that that's a podcast for another Not time. Out of that Transformers bit. Put that one in the bank. Um, so then I then I said, uh, my plan was gonna be to take you three, and I had this great plan of all the stuff, the the work I was gonna make you guys do. Then I read the prompt a third time, and realized that actually wouldn't work because it specifically said each of us got there were four spaceships. <laughs> so finally, when I got to understanding the prompt, um, I started thinking, okay. First, you know, the what are your needs for a new civilization? You got your your Maslow's Ma- hierarchy. Maslow. Uh, you know, you've got you've got these big needs: food, shelter, that kind of thing. You you have to survive. Uh, you've also got culture and quality of life, right? There's sports, music, uh, beer, and as Ben mentioned, procreation very important. Um, so I was actually, I was a little overwhelmed at first with all the things I had to figure out in, in three seats. Cause honestly, I'm bringing no talent to the group. Um, so what I decided on, if we have a spaceship that can at least go out far enough to find this new planet or whatever, or it's set to go to a new planet, my thought is we're going to just go to a planet that already has a civilization. Um, that way, that takes care of all sorts of, of problems. Plus but, three lazies in a row so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh, that narrows it down for me, though. We got to get there. Mm-hmm. We got to make friends. We got to, you know, be amicable. Uh, and we got to get laid, right? <laughs> um, we still... It's like a 2000s got... movie. <laughs> <laughs> American so, Space Pie. Yeah, Space Trip. You know, procreation uh, is is still important. So got to get laid before uh, the apocalypse prom. Uh, <laughs> to get there, I thought I'd bring on a astrophysicist. So I'm bringing uh, Queen guitarist Brian May. Yeah, okay, um, that's good. That's a good <laughs> physicist. 
surely when we're out in space, he can tell us what's going on and he can figure out, you know, all the space stuff. But in the meantime, there's going to be a lot of downtime. Mm. He could teach me a lot of sweet-ass guitar licks. Mm. Uh, I thought on the downside, he's pretty old. But on the plus side, when he dies, I'm going to get that sweet guitar of his. Yeah. <laughs> so He's going to bring all his guitars and then I'll get them. Yes. yes. So that was a win-win for me. Um, make friends. Uh, similar to Ben, I thought I'd pick someone who was fun. I picked uh, Lauren Lapkus. She's hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fellow podcaster. She's she's one of us. <laughs> right. uh, one of our colleagues. There's a second uh, podcast out there. Yeah. <laughs> she's on one of. She's on. She's the on other the podcast. other one. Yeah, yes. Podcast. Uh, I figured uh, whatever civilization we land on, she's going to charm him. She's going to make him laugh. Uh, we'll fit right in. And then for procreation, I thought I'd bring Tom Hardy because <laughs> I'm not going to. I, I, like you guys, went through the dilemma. I'm not going to bring uh, someone and force them to meet, right? I'm all about consent. Right. So I yeah. thought, let's bring someone who will help me pick up chicks. So <laughs> I picked. <laughs> A super, a super hot Hollywood heartthrob, uh, who I can kind of go around with, and because I chose him and saved his life, he's gonna have to like help yeah, me talk out. Talk about there's there's one woman on the planet. You're, what do I say to her? <laughs> Tell her you're the only other woman. <laughs> the only other man on the planet. Uh, I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's great. I love yeah. that. Uh, you're 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 Tom Hardy's crumb guzzler. You're just like you know. I'll take, I'll, I'll take his cast off. So it'll be pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Also, I figured because I, I I I'm a fan. I do love everything that he's been in. Um, kind of like what uh, Corey had in mind. I figured like I can make him dress up and act out his movies. Right. Uh, and basically. Uh, Similar to, uh, what's that, Tropic Thunder, where they, uh, in the prison <laughs> yeah, camp. Ben Stiller. <laughs> I, would, I would do, similarly, I could just make Tom Hardy really, dress up. Really, you would just make Tom Hardy out. do Simple Jack from Trop- <laughs> Tropic Thunder. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, not even his movies. <laughs> yeah. This fake movie from do this other Jack. movie that you weren't in. <laughs> I, I don't know what Grant's picks are going to be. We're going to hear those in a sec. But what, so far, what I'm getting is uh, maybe uh, the three of us being in isolation so much are like, boy, I'd love to be entertained while I'm cooped up. Like none of us got to the planet. <laughs> We're all like, boy, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to just not be bored in a tiny enclosed room. Yeah, I brought three entertainers. Yeah. Uh, so for mine, with me, it's all about, it's all about winning. You know, if you ain't first, you're last. If you ain't the first civilization, you're the last civilization. Uh-huh. So I wanted to win. I wanted to make the best civilization, and I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, so there are three things. That every good civilization needs, and I I'm hammering all of them. So first one, how do you you got a good civilization? What do you need? You need national pride. How, you need pride, baby. So how, who better to not only exemplify that, but to whip up everyone into a patriotic frenzy? Hulk Hogan. There it is. I knew Ooh, it. I fucking okay. knew it. So right. he's Hulk a real Hogan's American. gonna come out. He's gonna have whatever flag it is of our new planet, whatever that flag is. We're going to have the same song, but it'll be I am a real, you know, Zephod 4, Ian. <laughs> Fight for the rights of. Yeah. So what, what color, uh, what color facial hair is he? What, what, what uh, walk me through the look because he's changed looks. This over the is years. red and yellow. Classic okay. ketchup and mustard. Classic. 
Okay. Blonde Ke- Fu Manchu. Ketchup and mustard. Ketchup and, and mustard Hogan. Hogan. This is I'll yeah. A, I'll have a Hogan with ketchup this and is, mustard. This is <laughs> sure. Hulk, Hulk Hogan circa here, 1987. But, uh, sure. It's. I mean, I you couldn't you couldn't go back and take him, but right. I'm just gonna make Terry Bollea pretend it's 1987. All right. Pump him full of steroids Love. again. Get him nice and bulked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Juice him up. Mm-hmm. It, uh, as as a free action, well, in our in our horse trailer towing towed behind the rocket, we're gonna have the corpse of Andre the Giant so that he can body slam him, whip everyone up into a frenzy. <laughs> so, so you want a juicy Hogan it. with ketchup mm-hmm. and mustard and a Coke? That'll <laughs> <laughs> be, be six fifty. <laughs> yeah, prices these days for a Hogan. So you get a Hogan for a nickel. Back in your day, uh, well, the inflation's crazy on this new planet. It's one of the problems we have. Uh, Probably because we didn't bring anyone to focus on economy or infrastructure or anything actually important. Uh, <laughs> All right, we, we got, got pride. Pillar one, national pride. Pillar number two, strong national defense. We got to make sure we are defended from, you know, whatever the aliens are that are going to come and attack oh, yeah. us. And what is, the, what is the most common, what is the most likely form of uh, alien incursion is a space jam. And how do you defend against that? Michael Jordan. Oh. You bring along Michael okay, Jordan okay. to prevent any and all space jams from occurring. We must defend this, this invasion with a basketball contest. Sure, yeah. that's every alien. That's what they, they do. That's yep. what they do. We've seen it. We've seen it <laughs> play out. And we've seen Jor- Jordan's undefeated against space jams. They, we tried yeah, to space jam him tell. once, and he, bam, sucked <laughs> it right back. For the, okay, for someone who's never seen Space Jam, um, <laughs> the that's 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 the na- that's the name of the uh, contest. That's the gladiatorial like f- duke it out base- basketball style. We're having a jam. It's We're having more of these. Alien aliens trying to take over Earth, and the only way they can do me it, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan beating us at round orange is superior at basketball, and that's why he beat aliens. Uh, this is the premise of Space Jam. Michael Jordan beats aliens at basketball and saves the world. That I'm is Space go Jam. Buy a DVD. I you think, should probably uh, watch it. Bill Murray is, is in this, it. As, what? Bill Murray yeah, is in it. Wayne Knight weird. is in it. Lots yeah. of basketball men that you probably don't know are in it. Yeah, so Bill Murray was a basketball man? And all of the beloved Warner Brothers cartoons. Bugs Bunny. Oh, there we are. Daffy Duck. Together at last. Grant, are you worried that, um, you know, Michael in his current age is still capable of uh It's un-jamming? Michael Jordan, Matt. Okay. It's Michael Jordan. I don't care that he's probably much heavier... And he's in his mid fifties. It doesn't matter. Well, he's Michael Jordan. You make no, a good point. Matt, Matt brings up a good point because let's say let's say LeBron was challenged right now mm-hmm. for uh, if we were challenged. Uh, do you th- do you send in LeBron because he's younger? He's he's like you know maybe he's like a little more on his game, but he's got zero space jams under his belt. Yeah, mm. exactly. You need experience. Right. When the exactly. entire planet is at stake, you can't put a rookie in there, except the time, the only time when it, when it did happen, <laughs> and we put rookie Michael Jordan in there, but that was a huge risk, and we got through yeah. it, but we're, we'd be fools to take that risk again. Mm. You, can't be right? a ro- you can't put a rookie in there. I remember when they put me in as a rookie, and yes. I won the game. Exactly. <laughs> what are the odds of it happening again? So, gotta have Michael Jordan to nullify the Space Jams that are sure to happen Probably the second we land, there'll be a lineup of like five alien spaceships waiting to take us <laughs> over, all threatening space jams. Sorry, are, are you, you know, if you pick ketchup and mustard Hogan, mm-hmm. um, are, are you picking, uh, trying to pick an era Jordan? Or are you picking no, it's, no, no, no. I'm Jordan not picking, today. I'm not picking 
1985 Hogan. I'm picking Hogan from today because that's fair. But you're making but him dress prote- up ketchup yeah, he, and mustard. Yes. Yeah, I'm making him. Okay. I'm making him pretend it's it's 1987. I mean, so Jordan's not. So wearing it's Jordan today. Baseball. 2020 Jordan. Wearing, okay, but he's wearing his Bulls jersey. Yes. Okay. Or is I he wearing he the is Space Jam jersey? No, he's he's wearing he's wearing the the Looney Tunes Space Jam jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Sorry. Yes. Not not the Bulls jersey. The Looney Tunes Space <laughs> mm-hmm. Jam jersey. Is that home or away? It'd be the away because <laughs> well, it'd be home now. Be yeah. home now. If, if it's oh, at because uh-huh. that's our new home, Corey. I mean, because that's on. what the jam is. It's a fight for who gets this. Good. I get it now. Yes. I'm starting I mean, to come I, together. Thanks, Corey. I couldn't picture this shit at all until you. Now it's like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. Oh, the teams are wearing well, solid colors, and then the other teams are wearing yeah. white. Yeah. You live your entire <laughs> life seeing the front of the of the movie the poster where it's Michael Jordan playing basketball against aliens and Warner Brothers cartoons characters, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> it says Space Jam. It could be about jam. Mm-hmm. So you guys. I, I didn't want to say anything while you were going, but you guys are all vulnerable to Space Jams. I am pervious <laughs> to Space Jams. That mm-hmm. definitely put that's, – that's a point for me in my, in my column. I'm sorry. I, I, I have to call it. I will I, – I understand that this is the great filter, uh, the Space Jam. I just will say uh, that when my, when my planet is uh, challenged to a Space Jam – uh, few few voice actors have been through planetary annihilation more <laughs> than the two that I brought with me. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say, when challenged to a Space Jam, I will still continue to listen to what Rory Scoville is telling me uh, and making me laugh and not care about your Space Jam part. <laughs> well, then you get taken over and you lose. I win. Mm, oh no, Space we Jam. lose. Space okay. Jam, then I win. Yep. Okay, it's about winning. Lizzo's got a flute, Grant. See, and you're about like, having and fun and enjoying and yourself. I'm about winning. But then, Victory. Ben. Oh, Lizzo's not hanging out with you. Hey, Lizzo's not hanging out with you after the Space Jam. She's hanging out with the winners after the Space Jam. She's going with Lizzo. Corey, dance with the date you brought. She's got a song that's all about that. She's coming Right, right. But is she performing for the winners or is she performing for Ben? I mean, I kind of don't care in a lot of ways. Like, (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not like uh, attached to any of them. So I, I don't care as a hard uh, nut to crack. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm still having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a great apocalypse. Yeah. So uh, we got the three pillars. You got national pride. You got strong defense, including against other things other than space jams, even though space jam is the most likely scenario as we have already <laughs> established, but it yeah. can include many other things. So all types of jams, national pride, strong defense. What's more important than pride and strong defense? Both of those things together. <laughs> and that is why my third spot goes to Dale Earnhardt because he provides both. Hey! <laughs> and intimidation. Intimidator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. There's, he will absolutely instill national pride and he will intimidate the hell out of whatever aliens try and come and space jam us. Uh-huh. Oh, Grant's planet's rubbing us. Mm-hmm. Right. Rubbin's hey, rub, civilization. Rubbing a little paint. Rubbin's existing. Hey, we're just trading some atmosphere. That's how orbits work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say, um, Grant said Dale Earnhardt, and then uh, I instantly read. Right, I instantly reached my phone. I was like, "Isn't he dead?" And then I, I put my phone down, and then I reached for it again. I was like, "Yeah, we killed him." <laughs> That's why he's dead. Yes. Yeah. Did we real kill him or pretend to kill him? Yeah, I, I had a problem with uh, choosing. Uh, with I, I was going to say is I'm not to poke a exist. hole, but do you need someone who's alive? Okay, look, hold on, hold on. Uh, so I did say in the email that existence was a prerequisite. 
Yes. And I didn't realize until just now that Dale Earnhardt doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) 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 I mean, maybe the corpse of Dale Earnhardt exists, and so you you could dress it up. We can weaken up Bernie's. We can weaken up Bernie's. Right. I think we okay, heard there was a headline, but he was too intimidated to look at and read what it was about. <laughs> I misread my own topic, is what I'm saying. All right. Grant's sitting there. He's sitting there on the launch pad. He's got. He's I'm got just like, guys when like, is Dale Earnhardt going to show up? God damn. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah. taking him so long? He's usually very fast. <laughs> I hope it wasn't the right turn that got him. I was surprised. Oh, there are some right turns in the driveway. He's usually yeah, good at that's true. Lefts. He's going to have to take three fast lefts for left every right. He... And... Right. <laughs> <laughs> and even hey, even three fast ones, it's still slower. Yeah, than that's right. true. Let me try his cell phone again. <laughs> no, no. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So well, uh, even so with Grant, a weekend Jesse, that Bernie's, Richard Petty, which we're, we're uh, <laughs> even even with a weekend at Bernie'sified Dale Earnhardt. My civilization. I'm still, still wins. intimidated. Yes, I still mm. win. So yeah, I mean, you put those aviators on a corpse, mm-hmm. and it's still looking. Can't tell the badass. difference. I'm I'm scared. I'm a little scared, and I know he's dead, and he's trying to help me, and it scares me a little bit. <laughs> you aren't even leaning back in your seat. Mm-hmm. He's behind Just you. Like, You're a little. Jeez. Mm, yeah. I'd be scared by any corpse wearing that hat and sunglasses that was... Uh, <laughs> and by the way, this we're already true. bringing the 500-pound corpse of Andre the Giant. I mean, we can we can <laughs> toss another corpse in there. Oh, you didn't say we could bring corpses? That's not yeah, fair. Well, it's everything. not a person. I want an Andre Giant. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. A-T-G. <laughs> Sorry, A-the-G. 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 Famed wrestler A-the-G. Famed wrestler's corpse. Or perhaps Andre T-Giant. Yes. AT Giant. AT Giant's pretty good. <laughs> that, that's a good name. It could be a company name. AT Giant. AT Giant and Co. Mm-hmm. I think uh, AT Giant played steel guitar for uh, <laughs> yeah. Willie Nelson. This is a little unfair. I didn't know how many corpses we were allowed to bring. I had all these questions. I re- like we we several of us have discussed rereading this to get it, the very clear instructions, and mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. I didn't even think of how many corpses I, I could d- bring. Huge oversight. I thought it was understood right. you could bring as many corpses as you wanted. I thought that was <laughs> no. understood. I assumed I, I brought. I assumed that I brought many because I brought a bunch of party supplies. So probably yeah, there's a bunch of like yeah. famous dead people that we can dress up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, like, of course the ship is going to have some frozen corpses in it. I just thought, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know if I got to pick them. Corey, can, like... we, can we Skype our planets together? Like, a, if I get a George Burns and an Andre the Giant corpse, and then like I want your guys to do voice acting stuff, like while we pose them and we're like. I'm gonna get you. I'm the giant wrestler, and George Burns is like, "But my cigar." And, and, and that kind of stuff. how about uh, how about we do this? How about we do this? Um, we better get on it because light delay again. Both of my, all three of my guys are pushing eighty. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know how far apart planets are <sighs> in general. Let's how how far how long does it usually take to talk to one? Oh, I want to do math now. That's exactly what I wanted to do on this thing that I put, didn't put any effort into. <laughs> yes. That's what I came to do. Uh, so the answer is no. We're not doing voice acting for you. <sighs> yeah, that's an on-planet thing. That's uh, wow. you got to come visit. Otherwise, people will just sell the voice acting. I gotta ah, just Maria Bamford, accomplished voice actor. So Shit. there you go. Can she join us? Do we need to uh, pick a winner amongst us, Grant? Was that part of the? Well, I think it's yeah, pretty clear. I won. But... I think it's pretty obvious. Hmm? Uh, what? Grant. 
brought a Grant is is uh, brought a corpse, so he's only bringing two actual uh, Grant's, people. Grant's fencing with an arm think, tied behind his back. Forgetting one of your guys died <laughs> decades ago. <laughs> mm. Yeah, mm. anyone could make that mistake, Ben. So that one's kind of <laughs> anyone could. Anyone could. Yeah. Anyone could. When we read existence is the thing, and it was like, when oh, I but said I it specifically. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. And it's not like his death would have been publicized. Paraphrasing, you wrote, oh, yeah, pick Barbie and G.I. Joe. No, idiot. Existence is a prereq. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier uh, today, you wrote that, but okay. Anyone could have made a mistake. Anyone could have made that mistake. Anyone Obvious could have mistake. written those instructions. Yep. <laughs> That's my conspiracy theory episode, is someone altered those instructions. <laughs> I, I do like the fact that uh, my planet has the least amount of funk and uh, soul of three three old white men and one middle-aged white man. Matt, did you bring Bootsy Collins? I did not. Brian ah, May. Then I got a pretty funky planet. I'm, pretty, I'm doing pretty good. May's got a I little bit one, more musical talent. Ah, you, we are the only ones with magi- uh, musicians. That's, that's true. Uh, Hulk Hogan played the NWO championship belt like a guitar every he, time he came out. And he actually could and play guitar. And he does actually right? play the guitar, yes. Yeah, so all right, never mind. There you go. Corey, wait, you're not. Nah, so, we don't So, count. Brian May is canceled out by Hulk Hogan in terms of guitar talent. So, <laughs> and he brings no <laughs> national pride uh, at all to the table. So, I've got, I've got that beat. Yeah. Yep. I think Brian May uh, came out as a symbol of the London Olympics. So, he's a British national pride. Uh, uh, and Hulk Hogan is American national pride. And which uh, one of those do you think point. wins? You got me. <laughs> No, I think a quick ruling is Grant brought a corpse. You're out. I, I won. Uh, <laughs> I won. I think we That's get a ben, quick ruling. I won. Ben doesn't really. Ben's not even here to compete. Ben's well, not I competing. think it sounds fun as fuck, and I kind of want to be on that ship. Uh, he's not really here to compete. So now it's down to between me and Corey. And honestly, I want to go over to Corey's ship and play with Transformers. Right. So <laughs> my <laughs> only Corey wins. <laughs> Yeah, I think I did win, um, and, and I really thought I was going to be the uh, the dumb throwaway one with my triumvirate of Transformers. Um, turns out I'm hilarious. Well, no, not so much you, but just uh, it's the it's the Transformers score. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, uh, you know what you're not gonna get? You know you're not gonna get tired of whatever that is. <laughs> whatever that is, you're not gonna get sick of that every time he opens a beer. So, little Kevin Travis, we want to hear from you. If you want to participate, Grant will send you the instructions, mm-hmm. and we want to know, how would you interpret this set of rules? <laughs> Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at You might be surprised com. at how clear they are, even, despite the fact that three of us misread them. <laughs> they are very clear. Yes. Hey, and to see some cool behind-the-scenes clip of the upcoming prequel uh, to, to our story, where George Lucas talks about Hulk Hogan's midichlorians. Um, you can catch that clip on Instagram. Check us out. Uh, we are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, the only thing I love more than Hulk Hogan is our sweet-ass Twitter account. Follow us at Free Legal Pod, because I love Twitter. You remember when I said that? Yeah. I've, hell, I think you texted me that this morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you like the show, can I get on your ship? <laughs> Please. I can do the Transformers noise with my mouth. Mm. Next time we, we set a corpse maximum. <laughs> some sort of limit of corpses. I, I like Corey's, Corey's hitchhiking sign that says, Talented Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no way to misinterpret that. They'll know exactly what I mean. <laughs>
classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 14. The granddaddy of them all uh, is when he started selling me on like, dude, coolest thing ever. Imagine you and all your buddies if you had a condoms and cashew machine. Um, and I'm like, oh, what? God. Uh, gumballs. You could put anything in there. Uh, uh-huh. Dude, all your buddies are going to think it's the coolest thing. He bought uh, on, on a late night infomercial. Um, uh, I want to say like somewhere around like 15 or 17 double-headed gumball machines. <laughs> <laughs> which he was rebranding. Like he put condoms in one, cashews in the other. Um, uh-huh. It's a double-head. You right? know, it's a double, each location it's a could header. have two options. And they're so poorly Finally, made, a one-stop too. Like, shop. It, it wasn't even uh-huh. so... The, the purpose of this no infomercial... The two different places for condoms and cashews. <laughs> right. Going halfway across town for those cashews. <laughs> right. uh, d- Nevermore, fill your date's vagina up with cashews. Oh, I, I keep them in the same bin. So, yeah. Uh, um, the whole purpose of this infomercial is that, like, you buy these double-headed gumball machines, you put it... You, you, go, you go around... Um, you know, to businesses and, and just get them in the front door and then you sit at home and watch the money reel in. It's just a play money making game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, so, we're not doing this because we're stupid and also kind. We're selling you these machines. Yeah, right. Yeah. Great. Think of all the money we could be making with right. these things that we have. We a want warehouse you full of. to make money. Yes. And they're so poorly made too. They were really, really shitty. It's not even like they weren't store quality gumball machines. Like you know what a gumball <laughs> machine looks like. And not this even was, hardware store quality gumball this machines. Was not, no, this was not it. They are not. I have seen them. Yeah. And the other thing about that, that show in Guatemala is if you I like, I like how they're so poor quality. Even a spider's like, I'm not dying in this thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> a hardware store, a pauper, a spider's pauper's grave. Yes, yes. Uh, a double-headed spider pauper grave. Um, it's a his the, and hers. The other side of the equation that doesn't work is that you, this involves the people skills to walk in to businesses <laughs> and talk to strangers and convince them, you know, to let you put your machine in there. And if you know anything about Uncle Hammer, he's like the most misanthropic. Uh, like to keeps to himself, kind of guy. I I am certain he had no conversation. He made no. He got these like seventeen <laughs> double headed gumball machines, and then was going like, "So how do I start getting rid of these things?" <laughs> like, <laughs> so he's at some bar, and then just says to the bartender, "Like, hey, I've got a double. Can I put my gumball machine in here?" And they're like, "Get the fuck out! Right. <laughs> of course you can't do that." <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, no, no, you what cannot. If- so you have to sneak it in. You have to dress it up like it's your date. <laughs> <laughs> yes. just and then just leave it, it and then hopefully some people will buy a couple of them just like hide it behind you as you shimmy sideways into the front and then just kind of slide away yeah. i'll be back uh-huh. for the money uh yeah yeah, yeah. how'd you make so how'd you make your first million oh gumballs <laughs> oh that old story turn internet over